You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome, everybody. It's a brand new week here at Major League Baseball, which means you're listening to the best podcast in the world. That's right. You're listening to BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. Cody Decker, former professional baseball player turned professional smartass on the radio. With me, as always, my man, Ryan Horvat. You can check him out on BetMGM tonight. You can check him out all throughout the country and a ton of Odyssey stations. He does it all. Ryan, how you doing, man? We had an exciting baseball weekend. And if you're in Boston, the worst weekend of your life. Yeah, pretty much, man. Like, that's my two biggest takeaways from the weekend that we'll just start right off the bat was we were doing the show on Friday night, and, you know, there was some decent baseball going down, but all I could watch, I couldn't take my eyes off of what was going down with the Blue Jays just curb stomping the Red Sox, man. My hope was that they were going to break the record. I wanted to see 31 runs scored in that game. They kind of took their foot off the gas, pulled some guys. We had some pinch hitters at the end, but – Boston's terrible right now. They're a bad baseball team, man. Like, I was looking at this, and, and, you know, you brought it up right before we jumped on. Like, should they maybe be sellers at the deadline? And I think that they should. And I think that they should try to get the most for what they have available because they're they're brutal right now. Like, the last 10 games, here's what doesn't make sense. Like, they're terrible in the field. Uh, They can't pitch right now. They're allowing the 23rd most runs in the game. They've committed the 17th most fielding errors. They're not a good baseball team. But the last 10 games, they're hitting 207 against righties. And now tonight they're going to go against Plesak, who struggled. But, I mean, we'll talk about that game coming up. I don't know that they win tonight. I don't know that they take this series. And if they don't, it should be time maybe for them to look to move some pieces. Yeah, they're one and nine in their last 10 games. They've looked absolutely atrocious. And you're talking about errors. We're not even, t- we got to actually bring up the games that didn't even have errors. Like a, like a gimme grand slam inside the Parker that was not an error because the ball was never touched. Yeah, t- tough weekend for the uh, Boston Red Sox. Injuries have killed them. This team has been snake bit though. I mean, look how this team started without Sale to start the year. Then Sale comes back and is looking good. And he breaks his finger on his throwing hand because of a line drive back at him. If there is just the baseball gods telling you that this is not your year, that is, it's it's happening in Boston. What else can you say? This team needs to start moving guys, and they have some very intriguing pieces. Uh, immediately, my mind goes to J.D. Martinez. There are a lot of teams that would love to get their hands on J.D. Martinez, and I think at the very top of that list would be the New York Mets. Yeah, I completely agree, man. I mean, and they could move Xander maybe, especially if they're going to lose him in free agency, you know, because – I don't know that they're going to overpay. I, I think that somebody's going to offer him a lot of money and he might be on the move. So it'll be interesting. Um, you know, I, I don't know who in that rotation I would even want if my team was, was, was a contender right now, but I definitely think that they could be sellers at the deadline or, you know, them be in Boston and 
with the expanded postseason, maybe they'd like try to go all in for an hour. Maybe they go after Castillo. I don't know. They could go one of two ways, but it's looking more and more like they'll be sellers, which is crazy because going into the season, like I didn't love them, but I figured they would just be the middle of the road team that could possibly sneak in. And now I don't know. It's been a rough couple of weeks for them. It has. In fact, uh, looking at the divisions as we seek, they're three spots out of a wild card spot. The Orioles are a, game, a half game behind them, three and a half out of a wild card spot. And the Rays, Blue Jays, and Mariners all clinging on to the wild card spots above that. Um, we are we are touching a little bit on this weekend, and we're touching a little bit on how this weekend is affecting the trade market. We just mentioned the Orioles. A lot of people calling that team regarding Trey Mancini. Um do the Mariners, do the Orioles move them? Uh, we're kind of at that point. Do they move them? Is it a good idea to move them? Can this team compete? Is this team really trying to get to playoffs now? Because if they move Mancini, that tells me the answer is no. You know what, man? Like, here's the thing about Baltimore. Because they didn't go into this season ex- expecting this, Nothing. Right? Yeah, no hope whatsoever. Forever in June. And now, though, I mean, they won 10 straight games before the All-Star break. So what I'm saying is this is a pretty good baseball team. And I know they just came off a tough series, obviously, against the Yanks. And, you know, but the only thing is, I feel it's so hard to win in baseball and to ever be a contender. And baseball is so fluky. I mean, I'm not comparing this team to the Braves or I'm not comparing this team to the Washington Nationals. But how do you sell your fan base if you're trading a guy like Trey Mancini, who's not only a great baseball player, but what what a story and what a dude off the field, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And I get it. You know, you might not be able to bring him back, but. If, if you're this close and like you don't even have John Means going right now, you do have some pieces, some prospects. Why not just why, why would you sell right now? Why not go all in and try to get into the postseason? Because, I mean, you have a fan base that hasn't been there in forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is just what I what I hate about the sport. Like being a Cubs fan, I would rather be losing right now with Kyle Schwarber and Anthony Rizzo, you know, at least competing like to sneak in as a wild card. It's bad when your team's 30 games below 500 and the season's over in July. Even if you have some exciting prospects, it's tough to watch. So I don't think Baltimore – I think, if anything, maybe they should try to try to add some pieces because they're right there for a wild card. And that team could score runs, man. And if they could add an arm or two, they could be scary. Not saying they could win a series, but they could get in, and that would be fun. That would be awesome for their fans. So I don't think they should sell. If they do, though, man, imagine getting your hands on Mancini. That, that's a guy that a lot of teams could use. Uh, you know, I'm going to – I have a huge takeaway on this weekend that's going to surprise you because there were some sweeps this weekend. Uh, the Phillies got swept by your Cubs. Um, yeah. You know, we already talked about the Orioles in a tough series against the Yankees. I'm going to bring up a team that got swept this weekend, but I'm not going to fade them because of it. In fact, I'm actually going to praise a team that got swept. I'm going to praise the. Right. I'm going to praise the Mariners, and I want to hear me you to hear me out on this. Okay. One, the Astros are playing out of their minds. They swept the doubleheader against the Yankees right the day after the All-Star break, and then they went into Seattle and swept Seattle. This team, I'm going to say it now, with the Yankees in the same league, this is the best team in the American League right now. The Houston Astros are the best team in the American League, in my opinion. The Mariners fought them hard every single one of these three games. They lost all three games, but it was not a one-sided affair. In fact, the Astros got out to early leads in all three games, and the Mariners battled back in all three games. It was a knockout, dragout fight. I know it's a sweep, but this was a much closer series than the, the uh, report card is actually showing. I'm liking this Mariners team. That That's their first three losses. Hell, first losses in 17 games, in fact. In their last 17 games, 14 and three. 
I'd watch out for this team going forward. I am not worried about the Mariners. They do have Flexen going today, which is not music to my ears, yeah. but I still like this team a lot. I think they're going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, two very good points right there because I agree. I think they're going to get into the postseason. I think they're going to make a move. And uh, I I don't really take a whole lot. I mean, the Astros right now, in my opinion, are the best team in all of baseball. They are so scary. Look at yesterday's game was a perfect example. Altuve homers lead off homer then Pena homers it's two nothing already like you said before the before the bottom of the third it was six nothing already they mm -hmm. just apply pressure that team could score they could pitch the Astros right now are the best team in baseball I they love are. the Yanks, but the Astros uh, I don't know the Dodgers man the Dodgers the other team that scared the living hell out of me I mean look at the look at the Dodgers man yeah yeah, yeah. okay good point right there uh but the Mariners I'm, I'm with you like they did battle hard and they went down and they could have easily just folded like Boston did on Friday night no, they battled back, man. They're a young team. I like them a lot. But my biggest takeaway is just how damn good the Astros are. They're then, so you know, good. Of course, the Dodgers in the National League, man. Um, ah, rough weekend for – rough night for the Padres last night. Yeah. I Because I, uh, I was going to bring up the Mets, too, up there with the Dodgers. I just – I need to see DeGrom back out there. And I, I have no idea what's going on, you know, with that situation. So, yeah, the Dodgers, the Yankees, obviously, but the Astros right now are tough. They are tough. Well, let's talk about the Padres real quick because, listen, we got a trade deadline coming up. We have Juan Soto's name out there, and I have not been quiet that I think the Padres are going to get Juan Soto. I really think they're going to, and it has nothing to do with anything other than one name and one name only, and that is A.J. Preller. He's a madman. He will sell anything he can possibly get his hands on to get Juan Soto. And with this team that's been playing pretty well all season long without uh, without Fernando Tatis Jr., and they are supposed to get him back. He's now swinging the bat. They're apparently, they even said yesterday, they're still pumping the brakes on bringing him out already. But if you add a Juan Soto to that lineup and you get back a Fernando Tatis Jr. and what you're getting out of Manny Machado, this team immediately immediately becomes the most scary offense in the National League West, and that is with the Dodgers in your division. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Watch the Dodgers will end up being a third, like, like the fourth, third or fourth team that enters the sweepstakes. They'll be the mystery team. They'll end up getting Juan Soto and stealing them away from the Padres. My main concern right now after reading the John Heyman tweet yesterday is just, you know where he's going to end up. He's going to end up going to St. Louis because they get whatever they want. Like Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt. Look what they gave up for those two guys. What was Colorado doing? What I, I'll never understand those two moves. I'm Why not gonna lie though. The, the, the timing of this is a little odd to me. I don't think they're actually in on Juan Soto. I think this is posturing. I think this is 100% posturing. Because what? No, hear me out on this. Really, okay. hear me out on this. All right. What was the number one story yesterday regarding the Cardinals until this story broke? Goldschmidt and it will them not maybe able to make the trip to Canada because they're not vaccinated. Guess what we're not talking about today. Yeah, nobody cares. I think the and Juan Goldschmidt. Soto thing, I'm going to say it. I think the Juan Soto thing is just a lie. I don't think it's remotely real. So the Nats want four to five top young players. So you have to look at, you know, that's the only thing. What is, what are the Padres willing to give up? Are they giving up a guy like CJ Abrams like yes. we were talking about last week? Yeah. Here you want you want to know they're yeah. giving up the Do the Padres have three players in the top 100 I believe right now as far as prospects. Yes. Um, yeah. CJ Abrams being one of them, Luis Camposano being another one, and Hassel being another one in I think low A. All three of them are gone. They want Juan Soto. All three are gone. So is Mackenzie Gore. 
all three, all four are gone. And then probably, and probably two more guys uh, on top of that. Um, outside of that, if I'm the Nats, I don't accept anything lower than at least those three guys and probably two other major prospects. Um, the Dodgers have like six guys in the top 100. And Always. you know, the Dodgers have no problem whatsoever parting ways with them. I mean, the, think about this. The Dodgers are have no problem parting ways with anyone. They hated the Astros. They hate the Astros now. They gave the Astros Jordan Alvarez after they lost the World Series to them. Trust me, the Dodgers don't care about any of their prospects. They're happy to move them. I mean, that Padres package, if that's if, if they'd be willing to give up all those guys, I mean, I would not if I'm the Nats, I'm see, I would do everything in my power, especially with a new ownership group possibly coming in. You know, I would want Juan Soto on my team for the next 10 years. I would just give him whatever he wants. Say you want $550 million. You, we want to break records. Let's break records. He's 23 years old. He's already won a World Series. And it's Washington. It's not like it's New York. It's not Los Angeles where you're not luring every free agent that you want. You know, you're not, be, you're not going to be able to, you know, make these deals at the deadline and get guys like this. But, man, that package right there, Gore, and if you get Abrams – I would do it in a heartbeat. Whether, I'm, whether, taking yeah. that. I'm taking that because I mean, at least you could sell the fans on you're trying to rebuild. Because and I know, and I know, Padre fans would be like, "What? That's too much of a package." Oh, give me a break! Look what you gave up for Blake Snell. Look at True. what you gave up for Blake Snell. True. If you gave that up for Blake Snell, the package I'm suggesting right now is one third of what the package will likely be. I'd give it, I, I, and I would do it too for Juan Soto, like you said, Juan Soto, Tatis, and Machado in that lineup. I mean that's murderer's row. Like, and here and here's the thing. I I know what you're. You, I know anybody that's listening to that idea. Tossing, uh, uh, Josh Bell too in that pack. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, the Padres would do anything about for that if they can. If they could actually throw like into the deal like Hosmer and get back Josh Bell too. You think you think AJ Preller wouldn't jump all over that? He right. would. But here here's the thing. You, I know a lot of people hear what I just said and be like, Oh my God, that. But you're giving away the Padres' entire future. The Padres have been playing for the future for the past 50 years. Right. It's time to win now. Mm-hmm. The end. I'm so tired of hearing about the San Diego Padre future. You know how often I heard about it for the seven years I was there? Daily. Oh, my God. The future, the future, the future. Enough with the future crap. Win now. Go get Juan Soto. I agree, man. And CJ's great. I think he's going to have a hell of a career. But I don't know that he's having Juan Soto's career. And we've seen Juan Soto perform. I mean, he just won, he won the home run derby. He won a World Series. He's one of the most exciting players in all of baseball. So that's the only thing. Like, I hate getting in. I, I would do this when I did Milwaukee radio, you know, and like it was, hey, you want, you, and it would be a name like this would come up, not Juan Soto, but it would be Manny Machado. It would be Mookie Betts. And people in Milwaukee would be like, well, you can't give up Keston Hera. You can't give up, you know, uh, Freddie Peralta. And I'm like, but you do because um, I would give them both up. These guys pan out, man. Yeah, that's something that always drives me nuts. Everybody, well, the future, the future. Yeah, yeah, to a degree, the future. But right. um, at the end of the day, if your goal is to win this season, I don't care about your future. You're going to get fired before the future arrives if you don't win now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So screw the future. Yeah, we do some prop bets. 